sorry that I couldn't always be your teenage dream. <laughs> killed. Dead. She's killed me with that line. Welcome back to the Hard Feelings Podcast. This, of course, is my mental health podcast where we talk about things like anxiety, depression, mental health struggles, aka hard feelings. I got a really fun episode for you this week. I need to think of a new line in my intro aside from that because I am making myself sick of it. Of course, it's a fun episode. I wouldn't post it if it wasn't a fun episode. But if you missed last week's episode, definitely check it out after this one. I talked about active relaxation, ways that I, as an incredibly anxious person, relax. And it's not your classic bubble bath and face mask, I can tell you that much for sure, but I'm not gonna tell you anything else because I would love for you to listen to that episode. But anyway, today I'm gonna be talking about aging and how freaking weird it is. I just had a birthday a couple days ago. Thank you, thank, thank you. I can hear you on the other side wishing me a happy birthday and I appreciate that so much. I turned 29, which is a very weird age to be turning. That's how I've been explaining it to everyone. Everyone keeps asking me, do you feel different? You know, you know how you ask people when they have a birthday, do you feel older? I keep saying, I I just feel weird. I, it's just kind of a weird age. I'm not quite 30 yet. I'm definitely farther away from my early 20s than I've ever been. Closer to 30 than I am to 20, so it's all just weird. One more year of being in my 20s, one more year to figure it all out before I gotta actually grow up. Obviously, I know that is not true, but that is what society has taught me, you know? We always kind of talk about being in your 20s and how that's a time to figure it out and to have fun and to try a lot of things, but by the time you're 30, you better better have a job, you better have it all figured out, man, and I most certainly do not have it all figured out at all. But yeah, today I want to talk about how weird aging is and the pressures that come along with turning a year older. I think this can all apply to whatever age you're turning. You might be listening to this and you're younger than me or older than me, but I encourage you to listen anyways because I'm not going to harp too much on being 29, I promise, because I cry on my birthday pretty much every year. I feel weird on my birthday pretty much every year so far. And I, I want to talk about that, so let's get into it. Okay, so I don't normally start out with the mental health song of the week, but this week we have to because it's gonna it's gonna set the tone for the entire rest of the episode. This week our mental health song of the week is a new one by Olivia Rodrigo off her sophomore album Guts and it's Teenage Dream. Hey, stay with me, even if you're not a teenager, clearly I'm not, and I relate to this song a lot. And I wanna read you my favorite line because she truly wrote, the sad girl birthday bop. I blow out the candles, happy birthday to me, got your whole life ahead of you, you're only 19, but I fear that they already got all the best parts of me, I'm sorry that I couldn't always be your teenage dream. <laughs> Killed. Dead. She's killed me with that line. It's so relatable, right? Like I said, you don't, it, the teenage dream is a metaphor, okay? You don't actually have to be a teenager to relate. But what she said about, I fear that they already got the best parts of me, that just perfectly encapsulates the pressure that I feel every year on my birthday. And I feel like is, is a big part of my anxiety, you know? What triggers anxiety but pressure, urgency, right? They're kind of like pressure and urgency are pretty 
much the same thing in my head. And when you turn another year older, there's this pressure to set the intention for the next year. Goal setting, hustle, grind, hustle, grind. Pressure can be a good thing and a bad thing. It can be motivating. It can motivate you to get things done because you have to, because there's a sense of urgency. And that can be good, but pressure can also be absolutely crippling. And I feel like as someone with severe anxiety, I, I tend to become more crippled by pressure than motivated. I think some people, you know, maybe people who don't suffer from anxiety are able to use that pressure to motivate them. But for me, the pressure just makes me want to curl into a ball and never go outside again. Like the pressure makes me shut down. And I feel like there is a lot of pressure around your birthday to like I said, set goals for the coming year, to look back on your accomplishments, but to make sure next year you do even better. You know, I think we think of our process as aging, at least I do. I gotta stop saying we. I say we a lot just because I'm delusional and I talk to my camera like there's an actual person in the room and I just like, love you so much, I wanna pinch your cheeks. But anyways, I often view my entire life as this graph that's growing exponentially, right? You know, both in like growing, your aging, but also in what you're accomplishing. Of course, people don't expect you to accomplish a whole lot when you're young. You're still learning. Your only worry should be figuring out how to refine your motor skills and be able to do your very basic things to keep yourself alive with the help and guidance of your parents. And when you're younger, people don't expect that much from you. And then I feel like the pressure really starts to kick in. Honestly, I felt the pressure start to kick in, I'd say like towards the end of middle school. And then definitely once you get to high school, you start to feel the pressure to get ready for college. And then if you go to college, or even if you don't go to college after high school, you go right into a career, the pressure to accomplish things there happens and then you finish school and then there's the pressure to get a job right away and then once you're in the job there's the pressure to get a better job get a higher paying job to work your way up in the ranks and to get to the highest position you can get to and it's just this exponential graph that never seems to end and I cannot tell you how badly I want to burn this graph because <laughs> Oh, it's just like kind of miserable to think about, you know? I'm at the point right now where I'm still very young, still very early in my life, but I can feel myself staring at this impossibly steep mountain and just wondering, do I really want to climb it? Is it real? Is there really something that great at the top? And like, when do I get to the top? You know, because with this exponential graph, if you remember learning this in school with graphs that grow exponentially, there is no endpoint. It just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes off into infinity. The end of the graph represents infinity. So it's, you never really get to see the top of the mountain, you know? So what I'm trying to think more about this year is enjoying the view of where I'm at. You hear older people say all of the time, like, I, I wish I knew I was in the good old days when they were happening, you know? Freaking Andy says it on The Office. <laughs> because people don't stop to enjoy where they're at because we're so goal-focused. It's the nature of a capitalist society. We're always looking to grow, 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 make more money, more money, get a better job, get bigger, better all the time. And there's very few people who are able to just enjoy where they're at, you know? That's kind of the effed up thing about it is most of us are kind of stuck on this highway road to the higher thing, next best thing, because we have families to support or we have bills to pay. You know, people have to do these things in order to make ends meet. 
and that really sucks. <laughs> it really sucks to not be able to sit down and enjoy where you're at. And I don't think that's impossible for everyone. You know, like I said, some people truly do not have the choice. They cannot stop working because they're one paycheck away from being homeless. Most of us are far closer to being homeless than we are to being billionaires, and that is like a horrifying thing to think about. Even working, you can have stopping and enjoying where you're at. If you're only trying to work your way up the corporate ladder because you think you're supposed to, but you're comfortable where you're at, you're making enough money to get by, why do you have to climb it? Why do you have to climb the corporate ladder? Why do you have to keep putting this pressure on yourself if you're happy where you are? And that's the, the if and only if statement, right? If you are happy where you are and you are only trying to get a better job, and to get a better position because you think you're supposed to. Just try to ask yourself, why am I doing this? I'm sorry, this episode is like veering off onto quite a tangent. I wanted to keep this focused on aging and just like general goals that people tend to have for themselves. But the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm realizing that so many of our goals revolve around our careers. I saw a different therapist than I'm seeing now. I think it was five years ago, back in 2018. Shout out Susan. Um, actually, I'm gonna retract my shout out because she was not a great therapist, but there was one interesting thing that she said to me. And she, because she was an older woman, she I believe was 75, and she said to me, it's so interesting, when I started out as a therapist many, many years ago, all of the young women that were coming to me were worried about their relationships. Most people, not even just young women, she said most people coming to me are worried about relationships, and now most of my clients are worried about their careers, because that's, why I had started talking to her, I was real. I hated the job that I was in at the time. I was absolutely miserable and I just like didn't know what to do because I didn't know what else I would do if I left this job. And she was just like, this is just so fascinating to me. All of you young people are so worried about your careers and that did not used to be the nature of what people worried about. You know, we have to, we have to think about our careers because of our livelihood, especially with just like kids are graduating with more debt now. A lot of us got student loans to pay back. So you have to, work and focus on keeping a job and we don't necessarily have the time or money to take this time off to figure ourselves out. I feel like watching movies growing up, you always saw like people in their early 20s just kind of like floating around the country and like taking jobs here or there, but just like having fun. Oh my gosh, I turned 22, moved to the city and then suddenly you go from being in school and working part time to working 40 hours a week and it's like 40 hours and then plus your commute time and it's strenuous and it's labor intensive and it's stressful and you have goals and sales goals to meet and it sucks so bad. <sighs> but let me bring this back to a productive place. I hate, hate the word productivity, but let me bring this back to a place where we're being more solution oriented, right? I don't think that all of us need to suffer like that forever. Clearly, I, I've gotten out of it. I'm self-employed now, amazing. There's lots of work from home opportunities. I also did a work from home customer service job a couple years ago that was wonderful. I, I loved that job. I did not mind answering to people there because they were lovely. It was a B Corps. Look into companies that are B Corps. It means they have to pay you um, a livable wage that's like a well above minimum wage. Um, just a little hot tip for you there. But we don't have to suffer like this forever. You know, we don't need to be on this ladder of constantly getting a better job that pays higher and moving up in your company. Unless you're truly, you know, if you're in a career that you are so passionate 
passionate about that you are like making the world a better place then and like it's fulfilling to you all around I think that's the goal for all of us right is we want a career that's so fulfilling that it doesn't feel like you're working a lot so I guess that's like the overall goal right that's kind of what I've working my way to achieving now. I've worked my way to be able to work for myself, but I definitely am still not making enough money to own a home, which I would love to someday. So like still working on that, but at least getting out of the, you know, climbing the corporate ladder sort of situation. But anyways, I was trying to bring it back to self-work, to inner work, and not just talking about career stuff, because I think it's good to set goals for the year, right? When you get a year older, I have no problem with goal setting but I think we should try to make the goals a little more internal. Instead of always making your goals about moving up in your career, making more money, bigger house, bigger this, bigger that, could the goal instead be something more like, my goal for this year is to be more unapologetically myself, to be more authentically myself, and to honor the things that feel good to me. I'm a generator in human design, so like I'm literally built to be lit up, built to be around things that light me up and therefore the work feels effortless and I can put that good stuff into a project. So my goal for this year is to be more authentically myself because I know everything else will follow, right? And that's kind of like the greatest piece of self-care, self-inner work, therapy stuff, woo-woo-woo-woo stuff. You guys know all this stuff. You're listening to this podcast. You can't pour from an empty cup. You need to fill yourself up in order to be able to give to others, to be able to provide. You know, you have to receive in order to give. You have to have that feminine energy in order to put out the masculine energy. I won't get into all that energetic stuff because I'll be honest, I don't know enough about it yet. But it's often said that like feminine energy, and this is not men and women, okay? This is feminine energy and masculine energy. Feminine energy tends to be more about receiving, whereas masculine energy is like putting out. When feminine energy is taking in, masculine energy is taking out. Can editing me explain this better? Can you do some research and explain it better to them, please? Hi, yes, of course I can. I have a little graphic on the screen for those of you watching on YouTube that shows masculine energy and feminine energy. And so basically feminine energy is being mode, receiving, being intuitive, internal, receptive, fluid, allowing. And then masculine energy is doing mode, giving, logical mind, external, project focus. So these two need to be in balance with each other, but like we as a society, a patriarchal society, if you will, tend to put more focus on masculine energy and saying like that's the right thing to do. But really there is no right and wrong because we need the balance of both. But yeah, your goals don't need to be these big Facebook announcement words things, got a new job, bought a new house, got a nicer car, your goals for the coming year could be things like be more unapologetically yourself, be more fearless, do more things that you never thought you'd do, heal your inner child, do things that you've always wanted to do. Have your goals to be something that is going to light you up inside, not something that's going to look good on paper or look good in a Facebook post. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, we really went off the deep end this episode, didn't we folks. <laughs> what will the title of this be? The title was supposed to be Growing Up is Weird. Maybe it still will be. I mean, I think growing up is not something we ever really do, 
you know, we keep moving the goal line. I've heard people say like, I thought I'd feel grown up when I turned 30 and like, I'm 40 now and I still don't feel grown up. It's kind of interesting to ask. I'll have to ask my parents like if they feel like grown ups and if they do, like what age did you actually start feeling like a grown up? Because when I was a kid, I thought I would feel like a grown up when I was like 16. And then when I was 16, I did feel like a grown up. And then when I was 18, I was like, oh, I'm really a grown up. And then I turned 21 and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really, really a grown up. And then I turned 23 and I was like, I am but a newborn child. Who would let me do this all on my own? <laughs> like, all this to say, I don't think we ever really feel grown up. And once we just like toss that to the wind and just start enjoying the ride, it's, it's a lot more enjoyable. So I hope you liked this episode of the Hard Feelings Podcast. If you did, give it a big thumbs up on YouTube. Give it a big rate and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you are listening to this podcast, definitely head over to YouTube and subscribe there. I would love for you to see my face. What kind of thing is that to say? Um, but I would love for you, I'd love for you to come on YouTube because uh, you can't comment on Spotify or Apple Podcasts yet. You can comment on a YouTube video. So like we could actually talk. We, we could talk, like we could have a back and forth. You can do that on Instagram too. Follow me there if you wanna see some more makeup looks. I'm wearing a pretty basic look today. I just was going for very like Y2K silver slash baby blue shimmery eyeshadow with big lashes. I also put this tinted gel in my hair today from Curl Smith. So my hair has a really beautiful like coppery um, red tint. It's really pretty. So come see me. So you can see how, come look at me on YouTube and Instagram so you can see how pretty I look today. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to you next Friday with a new episode. Bye, take care of yourself.